0: and welcome back to The Drunken Transfer it's episode 10 we've been away for a little while but we're back with a full week of footballing action in store for the weekend I think uh, we've had international break which is last week we've had uh, our morning period Morning has broken uh, like the first like the first morning
1: morning God, it's like being back in a in primary school assembly yeah and, and, and take and, me and, back
0: and for you sir it's the first time that we've recorded an episode where you're in a house which you no longer live yeah so it's, don't remind haughty. me I'm already getting
1: withdrawal symptoms
0: I forgot what you look
1: like yeah well yeah. I've had a
0: haircut so um, I'm Finn and of course, always joined by the butcher boy making all the noise everywhere he goes. This is your that I, I've made that your thing now. That's your intro, Jacob. Yeah, I can't tell if I hate it or not. Jacob hello. Yeah, but it gives you that. Maryland. It gives you that bit of Reading. It gives you, you you always refer back everyone, to Reading. Everyone,
1: even people who aren't from Reading, need a bit of Reading in their soul. I can. I reckon. Yeah.
0: Should we should we talk a little bit about our game week uh, eight?
1: gonna say, shall we talk a little bit about fancy football? <laughs> we
0: have done a lot. Of What's that,
1: that? <laughs> I was like, yeah? Well. Actually, you, you raise a good point. Genuinely, mm. I've, we, we broke off for various reasons, including yes. cancellations due to the death of a monarch. Uh, came back to do a, a live stream of varying success on the interwebs, which you can access now. We yes. will be putting up the actual recording on Spotify. But then, then we just had the international break. So I've forgotten how to play. No, not really. But I've forgotten just how good a game week we both had. We had amazing. We, we, we really smashed great. it out of the park. We really
0: did. You're right. We had a great old time of it. And it was a big week for both of us because I had to free hit mm. because I'd already played my wildcard in game week six and I only had maybe six or seven playing players. That came off like video. And for you, you did wildcard. <laughs>
1: I've not had anyone under the age of thirty use the word like Billy. <laughs> <You're> like Billy, <laughs> But no, I did wildcard card, and uh, even though I was quite pleased with it at the time, remember how I was I was pretty cocky about my chances when we did the live stream. Yeah, and I remember we were giving each other stick for picking Human Son, saying, "Oh, you know what, he's got to come good at some point." And boy, did he!
0: I mean, incredible. And for anyone who had the the the, the foresight to captain Son against Leicester, I mean, that was just astonishing. For me, it was it was a strange one, really, because. Um, I would had a double shift in the day uh, and I went to work at the local pub in the evening um, and uh, I had seen just before I'd gone out that uh, both of my Spurs assets, Son and Emerson Royale, mm-hmm had been benched and so I wasn't feeling particularly good about things at all so I get to the pub and of course Tottenham have already scored a couple of goals and it's a, a bit madcap and I'm thinking oh well at least Leicester has scored so you, you're not getting the Perisic clean sheet if I'm not Boom. getting the Royale yeah. clean sheet um, and then we got really really busy around uh, just after the 3-2 to Spurs mm. and a couple of goals had gone in and I hadn't caught who had got them but I'd seen Sonner come on so I, I'm praying like you know pouring the Carlsberg pouring the Carlings getting the G and T's in and going oh fucking I hope Son scored yeah. and we lulled at the point where they counter-attacked and he pops in the sixth and so I saw that and I'm going oh th- thank Christ for that at-, at least he's got us some points A- and then I saw him hold up three A- on his hands <laughs> and I was like
1: also, coincidentally, the number of bonus points he got yeah, well. so he's, he's He's definitely got himself in his own fancy football team. But but yeah, no, brilliant. I mean, the only slight blemish on my wildcard has been the fact that, you know, going back to the international break, we've got injuries, or I know that yeah. I, I have. And a player that did very well for us in both our free-hit team and our wildcard team, respectively, uh, Alexander Isak. He's only gone and crocked himself. Is he definitely out? Well, you know... <sighs> I never really fully go off the wishy washy FPL app like twenty five, fifty yeah. percent, seventy five percent chance of playing. Do you know what I mean? He's currently down at twenty five percent chance of playing. Twenty five is he? Yeah, he's he's down at twenty five. And the other um, sick note in my team is Nathan Patterson, and we're going to obviously dive into transfers in more detail sure. later on. But I was going to do a straight swap for, from Isak to um, to Ivan Tony Now that the mat isn't working out there, I thought to myself, oh, it's all right, I'll just play Nathan Patterson So you you haven't got the
0: money for Tony? I don't have the money to do the straight swap.
1: And then I thought to myself, oh, you know, I'll give Patterson a run out, you know, he kept a clean sheet the week before the break. He's injured too.
0: Well, I, I'm, I am. I am really intrigued to see what your 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 game week plan is because, of course, um, whilst I think your wild card team was really great yeah. and a seventy six pointer, which you know, I mean, you you posted seventy six, I posted eighty two, which is which insane. Me- meant the free hit <laughs> was so much, so so worth it for me because you know, if I hadn't the free hit it, if I'd decide to save it for the double game week later on in the season I would be about 50 points down to you right now so I'm I'm really happy
1: where are you in terms of the overall because I know it's early days I know it's only game week nine but what's the what's the overall rankings looking like for you so big green arrows all around yeah those.
0: well then, this is what I was going to say I currently I'm at 124k thankfully
1: as a result of that, that wild card. I'm now, similar to you, I think there's only about, how many points separate is there on many leagues? I think
0: there's only, I, I believe it's eight. Yeah, I think so it's eight there's like a, eight so points difference. You can only be, like, what, 200k? 240. Okay, and right, uh, yeah. at one
1: point during the weekend before that Arsenal game, I think we were both comfortably in the top 100k. Yeah, uh, we um, were. And,
0: um, well, so let, let's talk a little bit about the, the, the teams that we that we made, just to refresh people's minds. So um, we both went with the Newcastle double-up defence, didn't come off. I still kind of think against Bournemouth it was the right idea. However, uh, Bournemouth have been a little better since Parker's gone.
1: The rumours on the grapevine are that a, a certain Chris Wilder might end up taking that Bournemouth job. Which, Wilder's which fr- shuffled his feet before, obviously linked with a Burnley job, yeah. and company ended up getting that. But I think Bournemouth would... Benefit from Wilder's yeah. expertise for anyone else languishing managing
0: a team who's down the bottom of the championship. You know they'd never get a Premier League job. But Wilder's been such proven quality with Sheffield United that yeah. for, I think for Bournemouth it'd be a no-brainer. But yeah, see so Newcastle double up defense didn't come off. Although Trippier did get us both an assist, which was okay. Touched
1: on Royale Perisic. Disappointments in my team were. Really, I mean, honestly, a three-point, a three-pointer for Leon Bailey who's, you know, backing for being at, at a more cut price option for me, who's better than I was expecting to get. Uh, but, you know, with, with Bailey, I'd be disappointed
0: if that was a free-hit team. I actually think, as a, in a wildcard yeah, team, he,
1: moving forward, I, I still
0: think he's a good pick. Totally. And I think that's the thing, is that the way that we have to take perspective on our respective picks is that, for yeah. me, it is so immediate, whereas for you, it's all right to have those, those longer
1: sort of kind of planned The picks. absolute FPL classic for me, in my wildcard, was, um, and I'm sure he'll come good, Yeah, <laughs> Alexander Mitrovic, because if you look at his returns, between game weeks one and eight, he wiped out my Liverpool clean sheet, game week one, he wiped out my Arsenal clean sheet, in game week four, yeah. and then, he's, he's only blanked, when he's been sent off in game week two, and then, the only week I've had him in my team so far, game week eight.
0: Yeah, the Mitrovic one was a real surprise. It was a
1: weekend as well of, of, two of my defenders rescuing points for themselves by virtue of getting an assist. So Perisic, who hilariously got booked after he'd come off the pitch. He'd been (laughs) subbed off and he he (laughs) ran onto the pitch to celebrate one of Son's goals. Mm. I think it might have been his first or second one. And he got booked. And he got booked for it. So Perisic, when he left the pitch, was on a three-pointer, ended up (laughs) as a two-pointer. Similar story uh, for Kieran Trippier, who obviously Newcastle... Lost their clean sheet, ended yeah. up on five points. Trippier is turning out to be quite a shrewd pickup if you've got him, and 45% of the game do. A lot of people did get him
0: in last week, mm, so. which made sense against Bournemouth. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Martinelli, three-pointer, didn't come off. Um, but, you know, De Bruyne and Haaland, I think, is a, just such a dangerous combination. I was saying
1: on to the, you on the live stream we did for, for episode nine, yeah um it, i was rubbing my hands thinking of oh this is the first week i'm going to have de bruyne and holland in my team this yeah. season and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know Holland wasn't the right captain in the end, but between them, twenty-two points can't ask for more. No,
0: and I was really, I was a bit disillusioned with that with that Wolves game because, of course, free hitting. I was so close to bringing De Bruyne in, and I was especially more disillusioned when Son had been benched because it was going to be De Bruyne over Son, and then I would have switched out for someone else. I probably would have played Pereira over Foden. But looking back on it, obviously Son was the right pick. And if you look at those De Bruyne, Pereira versus Foden-Saka combination, whilst I don't get the 10 points, I didn't get the, the 10 points of De Bruyne, with Pereira, I think it would have come to 12. Mm. Foden and Saka came to 17. So, it, it you know, technically wasn't a mistake. No. But for those people that had De Bruyne, it was still a brilliant pick.
1: I think between the two of us, you're in the better position now. Do you think? Well, yes. And I'll tell you why. Because through free hitting, yeah, you haven't put all your eggs in the basket that I have, where I all of a sudden have no Chelsea assets, no Liverpool assets, and no real clear route to getting back in the likes of Trent and Rhys James. Okay, so here's the question for you then. Do you regret...
0: Do you sorry I was about to try. I, you, know, you know what? Happened <laughs> P- there? Do, you, do, you remember, do you remember that thing in, in the 2015 general election when Jeremy Paxman asked Ed Miliband if he was tough enough? And he was like, yeah, You're yes, both time, I'm tough yeah, enough. Yeah. Am I that. tough enough? Hell uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm tough enough. That was it, yeah. It's mm. <laughs> so like proper, like, yeah, Jonathan Wasser went, on not you? Do you
1: wugweck your wild card? It was the Jonathan Ross from Murdering Success film
0: the impetus has gone I, from that question
1: I don't regret my world okay purely because you know it's got me back to where I want to be mm-hmm. in terms of rank and it's it's the jolt that my season needed yeah and also I'm quite happy with a lot of my picks going forward injuries aside yeah I was really 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 happy with my front line going forward mm-hmm. for the foreseeable Mitrich Isak Haaland when we come to talking transfers because I've said, you know, how I can't do the straight swap to Tony this week, yeah. it might be that, and, and you know, I might have to take the odd price hit on him, but it might be that I move him on later and do some chicanery in the rest of the team. Because wow. I'm currently rocking the three-four-three, three, it might be that I end up going with an extra defender for this week, mm-hmm. would have been Patson, might be end, end up being someone else. How much and- have you got in the bank? Absolutely zilch. Okay, interesting. A big fat goose egg. So I know off mic we were mooting the idea of a minus four. Yeah, uh, which I I'm made,
0: almost definitely taking. I just made a, a face spoiler. when
1: you said that you were taking a hit. But since I've been home and I've made my fajita style pasta tonight <laughs> and got garam masala all over my nice white t-shirt. Whilst the Garam masala was in transit, yeah. like about to stain, I did the the minus four like crossed my cerebral cortex again. I was like, oh, maybe. I, see, I, I think I'm going to as well,
0: and we'll we'll do that well, after we talk about the games. Let, yeah. let, let let's talk. about... I'm looking our, forward to it because I want to
1: pit your brains.
0: Yeah, I, I'm really intrigued as to where you go. So the the, the last thing for me, just as a little. Tiny little gloat before we finish on our no, um, You can't help yourself. I know I can't, but I had thirty seconds to the side of captain last week, and I and I and I and I switched it to Isaac last minute over Haaland. and it was a bold pick. Talking here, about Camp.
1: having the minerals. Yeah. You did have the minerals. Like <laughs> I mean, big, it, it, in the words of Troy Deeney, big cojones. Yeah. Like, big cojones. It
0: only gave me six points.
1: Oh, but no. but, but see, I'll take. You say only, yeah. but to get a nice plus six on a snap decision like that, there's no better feeling mm-hmm. in fancy football. When
0: Haaland scored at three o'clock, I thought, well, I'm screwed. I'm, 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 I'm it's
1: ballsy. It's high risk, high reward. And also, it's very unlike you, I think. I don't think that's... Do you? I've, I've not seen you do anything like that. Before. I
0: don't know, because you said before that you think that I have these amazing moments of inspiration but then also don't do the obvious things. And the obvious thing was to Captain Hawthorne. Yeah, word. I
1: mean, I, I, I don't know if this will make the final cut because I know we're deviating, but it, it goes back to what we were saying right at the start of the season about chip strategy. Yeah. You always blow your load too soon. But,
0: but the free hits worked this week. It, the the it wild has, card, admittedly, was too yeah, soon. Yeah,
1: but I... I I don't know. I, I think your chip strategy in the long run, you might be, by the time we get into yeah. uh, game, the game week 20 and onwards, you might I'm, be thinking, God, I wish I'd kept my powder dry.
0: Yeah, because if I had the wild card, I probably would have made a similar team yeah. and I still would have had the free hit. However, it does mean that I've got
1: Rhys James, Trent Alexander Arnold yeah. and, and others. It's interesting. Really. It's, I'm glad it's back. I'm glad we're talking Ooh. FPL again because well. it's just, we have, whereas we started quite template. Yeah. Now all bets are off, baby. Completely. And, and it be interesting to see where we go from here. Right, let's talk about fixtures. Let's then. do it.
0: Um, I think there's going to be a lot of wildcards this week. So let's try and talk about wildcard options for people mm. as we go through the fixtures. Because I I, I think that if, if people haven't wildcarded
1: yet... Uh, um, this is the time. I think a lot of people that would have mart Game Week 9 to wildcard in. Yeah. Might have jumped the gun like me Agreed. and done it before the break because of all those fixture cancellations we had. However, were it not for the fact that I needed to replace like five, six gaps in mm. my team last time out, I would have wanted to wildcard this week purely because you've you've seen how the international break's gone. You can see who's been crooked and who's not, you can see who's in favour and who's not, and you can approach it fresh knowing that you know i know there's uncertainty as to who's going to be rested because of those international fixtures yeah i would i would have rather wildcarded this side of the break mm-hmm. so um but no i've i've been having a cursory look at the amount of wildcards that have been triggered so far and you are spot on there there's, there's a bucket load yeah on. Yeah. So it's, this, is, um, this is
0: the last week, I think, really, realistically, if you're taking the game seriously, you, you are wild carding. yeah. yeah. Um, I think in terms of fixtures this week, I think it's quite a tricky one to plan round. Um, and of course, the half-twelve kickoff on the Saturday is Arsenal-Spurs. A couple
1: of really good derbies this week. For
0: you, I guess I want to look at Arsenal-Spurs, Jake. Um, mm. You've got three assets uh, in your team. You've got Martinelli, Son and Perisic. Are you backing all of them to start during this game or are you going to hedge your bets?
1: Of all the teams in the league at the moment, Spurs are one of the more likely teams to have a lineup leak. And um I, I would be confident of getting Spurs early team news, especially given that it is a half twelve kickoff yes. on the Saturday. Arsenal, on the other hand, Martinelli, I can't see any reason why he'd be dropped. Personally, no. I think he was unlucky not to return last time out, personally. I expect Martinelli, you know, to be as value for return as anyone else. Perisic is more sort of like mm, but to me it's high risk high reward if he does start he's statistically the season been completed the most successful crosses wow so mm, so, uh, so if, if,
0: if all of these players start you'll be having all of them in your team I will yeah okay. I think
1: so I mean the Arsenal are a funny one on a world card because the surprise fancy package this season, I'd say, out of anyone has been William Saliba. Yeah, who two like, goals. Like traditional logic and wisdom in FPL dictates, you don't really pick a centre back. No. If you look at the high scoring defenders, they're usually attacking fullbacks or auxiliary wingers. You know, look at your your Cancelo's, your James's, your Trends. Yeah, Saliba's torn up the rule book I think as I'm, I'm, I don't have the numbers he's the highest scorer he's the, the highest score in defender yep, he is and um, and you look at him and he passes the eye test and it's really st- odd I know that he's he's um, you know gone up in price a little bit but it's 4.9 he's, he's a very progressive um, he centre-back. is centre back Deceptively uh, so, because he's big, and, yeah, and that makes him an aerial threat. But
0: and I think him—that's what—that's why him and Gabrielle have been working so well. I don't know. I think Arsenal Spurs is a really, really tricky one to call. Me too. Um, I think it's
1: going to be a high-scoring draw. Personally, do you? Yeah, yeah like a
0: two-all. I mean, th- I think not having Kane uh, is a worry. He has a great record against Arsenal. And mm. um, between me and you, of course, I currently have Jesus. I probably still will have Jesus. Are you nervous about going yes. without
1: him? Yes. Um, and it's funny because what I was going to raise this myself. So I'm glad you have. Jesus was the one that, off the wild card, I was most worried about not owning, it. and it's not just because we know he can get in amongst the returns this season. It's been really good. I think he's, I think third highest for all XG goals this season, yeah, and deservedly so, um, because he's just he's transformed the focal point of the Arsenal attack. He's so much more involved and mobile than someone like Lacazette um for me, the worry comes from his ownership. And the, the funny thing is over the break, you mentioned that um, you had, hadn't been keeping an eye on like the price rises and price falls. The interesting thing is there have been very, I, I don't think we've had any price rises in the last 10 or so days. But in terms of price falls, Jesus has fallen in price yeah, this week. I he's see. down to about 70, 72% ownership. He's 71% ownership right, right now. Yeah. And, um, but that's still high enough to cause serious damage whenever he returns. I was looking on live FPL at my live rank during that Arsenal game, and the minute he returned, I just went, <laughs> and a Green Arrow overall like net, yeah. but he's going he forward. Going forward is going to be a, Constant, constant threat, and you don't want to wish a player to do badly. But if there was one, it's probably Jay Z's. But I was a really like content Jay Z's owner up until my wild card. I just think there's there's better value to be had in having a front three of two decent budget strikers and a premium striker, likely Holland. So he had to go. He had to make way. I think the issue right now as well is that Arsenal's fixtures don't look great
0: coming mm. through. Um, that's the other thing of course yes. and so for me I mean
1: that's um, going to be a big 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 differential in our mini league as well because yes, um, definitely. It, I'm going to be terrified of your jersey. yeah well and this, th- this so. is
0: this is what like you said is interesting we, you were talking about divergence a few weeks ago and looking forward to that point where it comes because we started the season with r- rather similar-ish teams and our free hit and wildcard team we are also quite similar. But now you've
1: rebounded back to your exactly. relatively template pick, yeah. and I'm still stuck on but, my but quite Strangely no enough,
0: world. my. Relatively template pick is now no longer looking quite yeah, so template yeah, because yeah. everyone's wildcarded. So oh, it's having, all these moving parts. It's, it's great. It's so good. Um. So yeah, Arsenal Spurs. I'm so looking forward to watching that one. It's really tricky to call. Mm-hmm. Um. High scoring draw. I think sounds good. Um. I genuinely can't pick a winner. I think they've both been great this season, yeah. and I, I don't think there's there's really necessarily a a, a standout there. Uh. Bournemouth Brentford will be to the first of the three o'clock kickoffs alphabetically. Ivan Tony has to be a must for anyone on a wild card, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, especially like if you if you were like us and you went for Isak. Mm. And for me, that was a close run thing. I, I would say it was maybe like 60-40, my decision-making process between Isak and Tony. Yeah. All of a sudden, now that Isak's out of the equation, Tony's probably a no-brainer for me. But I uh, read a very, very, very tedious piece, I think, on, on, on Reddit, <laughs> um, my eyes have only just rolled back into the front of my head <laughs> um, about uh, if you are on a wildcard this week, picking between Ivan Tony, who we've just said is... I know, know exactly
0: like, what you're going to say. And
1: Dominic Solanke. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I was going to bring that up to you. I've seen a load of people on FPL Twitter sizing up Solanke to replace Isaac. And look, I, I feel like I'm a little bit more measured than you with some of these striker picks. But with Solanke... Are you mad? Like, he has not turned up this no. season at all. He's, he's
1: one of the only passable, like, woo, performers in a very sort of Bournemouth team. Yeah. If that. For me as is, well. Is, is, he
0: even that? Has he even been that great? Well, I don't...
1: I'm, I'm glad that like we actually are agreeing on like a bog-standard striker that we both think is bog-standard. <laughs> um, look, Solanke, simply put, is the perfect nutshell example of a player that the FPL hive mind has collectively sort of um in in this like um Stockholm syndrome sense like convinced themselves is a good pick yeah. he's not the only reason Solanke is even in people's minds for a wild card is because it's it's like this whispers isn't it and, yeah, it's the, like, the, have the you thought about look a little bit better or, and and oh he's been okay. Oh, the, every season you get one of these people have convinced each other yeah, In like this weird Mexican standoff way. It doesn't make sense for me. It, no. it, and it won't.
0: And look, usually we announce this feature before actually... <laughs> Here you, we but go! Jacob, yeah. this week for you, surely... Your
1: tank your rank has to be... Picking Dominic Solanke on a world card. I mean, it's just crazy. Be. By the way, I had no idea that that, that, <laughs> that was going to be the tank you rank, but it's worked that so beautifully. oh has to be your tank your rank. Oh, easily. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you want to inflict endless recurring misery on yourself <laughs> until your next world card, do not do it to yourself. No. Just don't do it. I would be more inclined to go Brennan Johnson on a World Cup than Dominic Solanke. Oh, I agree. Don't I, go Solanke.
0: Also, i tell you what, I was, I was chatting to a few people like this in the pub. My bold prediction for the World Cup is that Brennan Johnson scores a couple of goals. Oh, maybe, thought you were
1: going to say golden beat. No,
0: no, no. no. A <laughs> cu- couple of goals, maybe gets an assist. Wales go out in the, the, the first knockout round and then in January all the big clubs come calling for him. There's, there you go. There's my bold prediction. I think someone's going to put in a £25-30 Brennan Johnson bid... Based on his World Cup, you watch, he's going he to. He might end, be overseas as well.
1: He's going to end up at Reading. Is like a, a washed up, like a thirty year old in you know, his,
0: two broken ankles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, look, Palace, Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, uh, is a really interesting one. Uh, Graham Potter. What, what's interesting about Potter coming in is that they will probably still be playing the 3-4-3. So you know, Potter's been has been so good with this pressing system that for someone like Rhys James, surely they're going to thrive in that
1: team. And yeah. um, so I'm feeling quite happy having James. Uh, I'm I'm terrified of not having James if I could wave a magic wand and get a player back in my team from my original draft it would be Reese James instantly like that
0: I'm actually quite tempted by Wilfred Zaha for this week
1: I don't know why I have just got a feeling that he is going to get a return against Chelsea I would certainly be looking to get Zaha from like game week 10 onwards Mm. I I really really want that to happen for me this this is the last of his bad fixtures it is and then all of a sudden you're into like you know, clear blue waters for Zaha and he's looked so sharp this season. He's backing it up with goals. Yeah, It's probably the best we've seen Zaha now for like three, four years. Completely. Uh, and um, talking of Palace, because I've been, I've, I've had an eye on a couple of their assets pre-season and their fixtures were just so woeful that I just didn't follow through with any of it. But in the meantime, Mark Gahey I think is incredibly underpriced at 4.3. Yeah. And we're talking about wildcard picks this week. If you're on a wildcard in, in game week nine, he's a dead cert to start in that Palace team. He's not maybe a goal threat, but, but I honestly think once the fixtures turn for Palace, given that he's a staple in that team mm. and he's always so impressive on the eye, if you're triggering the wildcard this week, Get in, go, he's your fifth pick. Fulham, Newcastle. Mm. Uh, Mitrovic does start tonight, uh, so uh, no injury for him. Uh, he should be good for this weekend. Also, while we're at it, the cheeky bastard on Twitter that said he was injured, I hope you get what's coming he, uh, he to you. He did really apparently did. get a knock. Yeah, no, but it, I know, saw, but I saw a tweet in all block caps saying... Oh, Mitchell Ginger. It's like the sky was falling. <laughs> F- I was never worried. F- that F- man's F- made of granite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good um, FPL strap, man. We should rebrand our uh, Drunken Transfer uh, Twitter account to FPL Fairmongering. I am determined to get a rebrand. I quite like FPL F- F- I like it, it. too. It's, it's a secondary account. It's good. The sky is falling. Or Salad's price is falling. Yeah, Fulham, Newcastle. I mean, Fulham continue to subvert expectations. Newcastle have had a pretty bleak break as far as injuries are concerned. So Maximan's touch and go. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we've talked about Alexander Isak missing the game. Apparently, Bruno Gumrares is fit, but he's not really in my thinking. He's playing too deep this season. Big headline for me, very worried Pope owner this week. Well, I was going to ask you about this because I was going to ask you if you, you, know, you were feeling confident.
0: I presume that, you know, well, Isak obviously isn't going to start. You said you might bench him and do something funny with the defence. Um, you would have been on triple Newcastle. You're still on the double Newcastle defence. Um, are you worried? Uh, because Fulham are in very good form and, and you'll, you'll have Mitrovic, I guess, it's the same mm.
1: grace if, if Fulham do score. Uh, but I can totally see my Newcastle clean sheet being blown out this week but I'm still happy with my Pope pick because he's been the standout keeper in the league this season I just he dropped such a clangour against Germany oh I mean, woeful I don't know it always seems to be the way every season whatever keeper I end up wild carding in yeah. it's like I put the kiss of death on him <laughs> honestly constantly constant.
0: I think Fulham-Newcastle will be a good game. Um, it'll be interesting, like you say, with you having three assets from it. Um, I'm intrigued. Uh, for me, currently, I'll, I'll only have Trippier, but uh, you know, I am looking longingly at Mitrovic, though I'm not getting him in. Uh, Liverpool-Brighton. Uh, again, this is an interesting prospect for me because whilst they are nowhere near differential picks yet, right. I do imagine that both Trent and Diaz could get me a big rank gain. were they to do well, simply because their EO around the 100-150k is not going to be that high.
1: Whisperings of foot Yeah. that Costas Simikas might be starting. Ahead of Robertson. Yeah. yeah, And because uh, apparently he's not being rushed. Back and Simicast is someone that Klopp's happy to go with in the meantime. Apparently, apparently. I think Simicast is a decent left back. Me too. I um, don't have any representation in this game, and honestly. I'm not too concerned. No, I, I that's think Sal- that's fair enough. I know I that Salah's probably going go bag a hattie now, but um, yeah, I think Brighton. I'm waiting to see how they are under the new management that you know dessert Yeah, deservedly. Yeah. Um, tough first game. It yeah. is a really tough first game. It might well give us a good inclination, just you know how up for for it Brighton are really. But, yeah, um, I think that the hope for me is that from a
0: fantasy perspective, obviously not actual footballing fan perspective, that Liverpool may have benefited from.
1: the the break to reset here's something I can totally see happening Alexander Arnold frustrated at the lack of faith that (laughs) Gareth Southgate has shown in him since forever and after being left out of the squad against Germany goes and like bags the pettiest hat trick of assists you've ever seen, and gets a clean sheet and yeah. three bonus, and it will be the first week I've not owned him this season, other than a while. Other world than you card, are, probably, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Well, yeah, de- de- defying uh, Southgate in the way that James Madison has been doing for the last uh, however God knows many months,
1: and still not getting picked, which I think is a disgrace. Boom!
0: Bring in James. Take him to the World Cup, Gareth.
1: This is the hill I will die on. <laughs> Talking about uh, people getting on the plane. James Ward Prowse, um, Southampton Everton. Yeah, I
0: mean, I think this is, again, one that could go either way. Um, not a game that many people will have too much representation from. Mm.
1: Southampton are just such a funny team I'd say they're maybe the funniest of all the teams
0: yeah it's been like this for quite a while as well it's not mm. It's not a new phenomenon that Southampton turn up one week and then just do not the
1: next yeah. so you know almost hey. Reading-esque in that regard yeah. <laughs> Everton on the other hand I was quite pleased with my Patterson pick on the wild card uh, he didn't play for you though did he? No, he was second on my bench and he got a six-pointer. Uh, it was really annoying. Yeah. But uh, it's one of those classic like budget six-pointers that I don't really lose sleep over. No. I'm losing sleep more so the fact that he's injured now because I, I think he was by far and away the best budget defender option up mm. until the point he did get injured. Let's move on very quickly to West Ham Wolves. Yes,
0: West Ham Wolves is another one which I don't think a lot of people will have a lot of fantasy assets in.
1: Um, Diego Costa is an interesting one. And we haven't talked street. about Diego
0: Costa on the yeah. podcast yet, have we? Costa to Wolves. Yeah. That um, announcement video with him holding Naughty, the Three it? Wolves bloody. That was.
1: I I w- I'm going to swear it was hard as. Fuck. It hard as fuck it was, man. It was Why proper. Is that, is that it
0: should be Geordie. Hard <laughs> as was, was, was
1: fuck, fuck like Diego. Was, we've gone that you all of a sudden people have been transported to the true Geordie podcast. <laughs> is it's like that the lines it, the the boundaries of the podcast universe are collapsing. <laughs> it's like the ex, expanded podcast universe. Um, I think it's be fascinating to see how he does. I, same. I mean, God, if he's got any of that that old magic that he exhibited at Chelsea, he's going to be box office, and um, I can just see the headlines writing themselves now. Kaladchich obviously out, Jimenez obviously out, so
0: could be one to start. Diego Costa probably Kaladzic not. to six
1: seven. Did you know? Yeah,
0: I did. Sasha Klentzic absolutely
1: yeah. boy You can always put two of you together and Do get you know one Klentzic.
0: I, I, I know that because I had him in my Euros fantasy team, uh, um, and I think he scored actually. Yeah, big boy. Let's go on to...
1: uh, It's Sunday, bloody Sunday. (laughs) Let's let's
0: go on to the game, which is a little bit more This acid I am
1: licking my lips for Sunday, 2nd of October 2022, when Manchester City, the citizens, play the Red Devils at Manchester United at two o'clock in the afternoon. This City-United game is really interesting for me because it's totally the sort of statement result I can see Ten Hag pulling out of his arse.
0: I couldn't disagree more. Um, I you look, you you know Ten Hag.
1: Um, I do know him. Um, He's my dad. Yeah, exactly.
0: He's your Dutch dad. Yeah. Apart from <laughs> your actual you? Dutch dad. Yeah. Um, I know that we've been playing much better. I know that we've won four games on the trot in the Premier League. Mm. But for me, this has all the hallmarks of an Erling Haaland brace. All the Haaland marks. All the Haaland marks, quite right. Um, (laughs) Haaland is just one of those players who it seems to be he always performs when there's a headline available. And I think him scoring against the team that had coveted him for so long... Mm. You know, who tried to entice him by having a, a, a Norwegian manager. Possibly the
1: only viable reason for having Solskjaer as your manager yeah, was, was dangling trying. the Solskjaer, the the Norwegian carrot in front of Halling. Exactly, so. um, and I don't, so, don't uh, like the idea of Solskjaer dangling. Is. Norwegian yeah, well, carrot okay. <laughs> I've got a
0: Norwegian carrot to it me. <laughs> it's fantastic, <A> fantastic. <laughs> but no yeah, I, I think I think Haaland's going to destroy us that's actually my uh, in terms of seeding in the tank your rank mm. this week that's my tank your rank if you don't captain Erling Haaland against Manchester United I think you're mad and I know this is a United fan talking I know I didn't captain Haaland last week mm. and I, I know that you know that ended up paying off for me. He's just got all the hallmarks of Hall and destroying us, and it being a massive headline for me. It's just he is
1: irrepressible, and yes. even though that United defence has looked a lot less wobbly recently, yeah. part of the reason being Harry Maguire's shuffle. Oh, thank not fuck. Not this mortal coil, but just apparently he's
0: got a knock. So if it was already confirmed, he uh, yeah. wasn't He said he was a feeling
1: not. something. Yeah. And the thing he was <laughs> feeling was probably. <laughs> 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 Utterly embarrassed. <laughs> Our mate Tyrrell, yeah. Tyrrell Malacia, had a very, very good international break yeah. for the Netherlands. Van Gaal played Malacia as um, a centre back in his um, in his back five mm-hmm. on the left, and um, the reason he played him there instead of Blin because it would have made sense to play Malaysia on that, that left wing back and put Blin in at centre back is because. Van Gaal says the mobility and the footballing intelligence of a player like Malassia just means he can adapt to that. So basically this is my pitch to say it might not be this week against City where United are probably going to ship two or three. Mm -hmm. But going forward, I'm coming more and more and more around to the idea of getting on the Molassia bandwagon? Because I know that Diego Dallo's had quite an impressive season for United so far as well. He's started to come into his own. Uh, Molassia's on my watch list, Finn. How yeah. does that sound to you as United um, fan? I think it doesn't sound bad.
0: I think that we've got some difficult fixtures coming up, which I think would prevent you from getting Molassia in right now. I think moving towards the, the world carding season come game week 16, I think we have an, an easier time after Christmas. But for me, um, I think you'd have to go Dallo, because he's only one more expensive right now he scored twice this international break uh, in the same game um, I think it was a 4-1 victory for Portugal um, he is the one that is putting in more crosses, I think in the in the same way that City have a system whereby Cancelo plays more advanced and Kyle Walker often will shuffle into that back three, I think Malacia does that a little bit more for us um, so whilst I, I don't think it's a bad pick because I think we've looked solidly, so we've looked solid defensively I think there is a little bit of a of a better, more attacking, similarly priced defender who you know in in Dallas, who I think would be a better shout. Yeah. Um, let's go Leeds Villa. Nearly um, there. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Leeds Villa um, again. One that we've probably got less to say in terms of the FPL assets. Well, I've actually got a bit of a dilemma because I've got Jack Harrison in right now. Mm. Currently, for me, he is starting. Uh, he was subbed off at half time in their last game against Brentford, which was the first week I had him in on the wild card. He only got me a point. I think that I will keep him in my team against Villa because they are a side that historically this season have not been amazing defensively. But I'm not feeling that confident because they've only conceded three times in the last three games. Those games were against Arsenal, Man City and Southampton, the latter of which they kept a clean sheet against. Also, in terms of Leeds' other assets, um, Rodrigo, who obviously I had in at the start of the season and was at one point the highest scoring FPL (laughs) asset, Um, He, I think, is going to be back, and I could be wrong, if he is back, and hilariously, only owned by 5.4% again at the game. So, you know, he genuinely could end up being another good differential pick (laughs)
1: moving forward. Yeah, it's it's funny how these things come around in circles, don't they? Because, I mean, you know, I think to get Rodrigo out when he was injured for as long as he was, you know, was obviously the right thing to do. Yeah. But just... If he does settle back into life in that Leeds team quickly, he's going to be right back on people's radars. I yeah.
0: Um, let's go leicester Forest Final game of um, the week. It's on Monday at eight. Mm. Uh, look, Steve Cooper has not been able to sort out Forest's defensive problems. Yeah. I don't think he knows what the best back three is. Were um, you
1: surprised to see him survive the international break?
0: No, because I think that he's, 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 he's still too good a manager. Um, I think someone else would snap him up. I think that they put a lot of trust and faith in him. And I think for them to then get rid of him... After how
1: many players they've signed.
0: ...would be a, a, a complete catastrophe. I, it's interesting. I, I still back Cooper to be able to get a coherent side together at some point. It's not happened yet.
1: Leicester are in real trouble if they lose this one. And for that reason, I reckon it's going to be a score draw. Do you really? Yeah. yeah, totally. See, Madison popping up with a goal... Brennan Johnson or someone like, well, I don't know, um, who's playing for Forest at the moment? I can barely Morgan keep track. Morgan Gibbs, White. Morgan Gibbs, one year. Totally see it being a boring one or draw. It's totally. interesting.
0: I think for Leicester, the, the, the issue hasn't been the attack.
1: Mm. so far um, uh, I Can't... cannot tell you how delighted I am that I'm off that um, double Leicester defence man R- oh, well, the uh, do- double Iverson. Leicester goalkeeper you not got Ward as your backup keeper Iverson's my backup but okay. he's purely there for budgetary reasons he's right. never getting a look in for me
0: no uh, I think it's interesting I think Leicester will win this one I think they'll win it um, relatively comfortably it, they've got they've got a history uh, Leicester and Forest. I think Leicester will win um, and I think Madison is a great shout Jake Let's go on
1: to... Oh, here we go. It's been a while since I've done one of these. I was was going through the old fixture list and thinking, right, where do I think there are going to be goals this week? Where do I think is going to be the intrigue, the interest, and also the budget low-owned picks? And the one I've gone for is less on the budget side, but certainly on the lower-owned side. My Roll the spice pick for game week nine, is Fabio Vieira. Oh,
0: that's really
1: interesting. Right
0: before recording, you said you were ninety percent certain that I would. Have to I say... was
1: convinced that you would lean towards Fabio Vieira as well.
0: No, no, against against. Which
1: fixtures that Arsenal got coming out? Yeah, but I, I thought we've discussed this. I thought we are going on the basis of, I know you've got your weird rolling game week system going on, yeah, but yeah, for yeah, me, yeah, yeah. this is the fixture I can it totally see. Yeah, so I totally see the second coming of Vieira bagging the goal in this one. I mean, I love I love and the idea of Vieira scoring in the North London uh, derby. No, but, but for me as well, he was so impressive last time out against Brent. Agreed, agreed. Got a 10 point of that. And still, I mean, I mean, unsurprisingly, given that he's only featured in two games up until this point, Selected by 0.2% of the game. Yeah. He's 5.7 million, which I know is slightly on the more expensive end of where you'd expect him to be, but he's still under that... well six... option, baby. But well, this is what I mean, right? So, if you back Fabio Fiera Vieira, no, <laughs> Fabio Ferreira Vieira, that's never <laughs> his name, by the way, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly don't think you can go far wrong I know that Arsenal picks are in like I know there's that three pick limit I know a lot of people are going to have at least Martinelli likely Jesus and then someone like a Saliba maybe a Zinchenko yeah. but bloody hell I, I think Vieira's value I really do and and now I've said that I can totally see him getting a return I <laughs> now you've said that you've convinced yourself yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay Fabio Vieira
0: plays last week he did um, in, in, in no small part because Martin Erdegaard had a knock Oh well, and Erdegaard well. didn't play at all Erdegaard has tonight played the full 90 minutes for Norway against Serbia let's well, hope he gets their... injured on the plane and back home and he's, yeah. and he's their captain
1: Hope, hopefully Martin <laughs> Erdegaard gets the bends in midair you
0: really think Fabio Vieira is going to start against oh yes yeah.
1: no you can hold me <laughs> Um, he's I, definitely not smart. I reckon he's going to accidentally fall out of a plane window, um, Martin Erdegaard. And after like the minute wait that they're going to have for him, Fabio Vieira is going to pop up, um, score a hat trick, rip off his top to to, to show uh, a message that says uh, RIP Martin. I can not
0: believe this. Um, you genuinely were 90% certain that I'd have a player who's probably going to be strong. I think you'd be mad not to 10% pick 10% Fabio like Vieira. I think you'd be not mad to not stop. to pick him.
1: In fact, uh, to all of you people at home that don't have him, like, stop what you're doing right now. Stop listening to the Drunken Transfer podcast. <laughs> Just full stop. Nothing to do with Roll the spies. But get <laughs> Fabio Vieira in your draft. I mean, let's bump up those numbers. 0.2%. I want to see that at least up to 1% <laughs> by, by next game week. Please not I can't Get it done. <laughs> Oh, and look, Sorry, if you say he's not going to start, stop, what's stopping from doing a uh, a min Son and coming Come on, on and getting uh...
0: Look, I love the idea of, of Vieira scoring um, at least at least a goal. Are the headlines Spurs. right themselves? They really do. They'd be brilliant. Whoever
1: you've gone for is not going to be better than Fabio well, Vieira. I'm
0: also less than 1% owned and I actually did think you were going to go for this. Um, and the, the reason why is because this is a striker that traditionally has not started for his side his next, He started the last two games. Uh, the first game that he started, that he got an 11-pointer. He only got a one-pointer last time out, but it was understandable because the opposition was tough. God, His you're... next five Such games are Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth, Crystal Palace, Leeds and Wolves. I am going, mm-hmm. in no small part because I have just said that their attack hasn't been the problem with Leicester City. Oh, I know where
1: this is going.
0: ...Hatson-Dacker.
1: Yeah. Why didn't I think of that?
0: I think that Dacca against a leaky forest lineup, followed by a Bournemouth side that are definitely going down, followed by two home fixtures to Crystal Palace Leeds and then away to Wolves, hmm. is quite tasty. And look, Jamie Vardy may come back into the side. It may be that Vardy needed a bit it's of a rest. Finished, mate. And he's had his rest. Yeah. But I think that is a good is a good
1: option. I'm surprised that he's not higher owned. I'm really surprised. Point seven is low. Um, I mean, he's
0: five point seven million.
1: But well, yeah, because I, mean, I remember when he transferred into the game yeah. last season, he was. I think he was a more popular pick last season. Yeah, but, he but, had, but Vardy couldn't he, he couldn't usurp Vardy. Well, yeah, indeed. Um, but yeah, God, that's. I hate to admit it, you know. I often hate giving you praise, especially <laughs> where it's G. I think it's a really. Especially not just
0: slagged off your pick.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you should, I mean, <laughs> I wish I had the heart to fight you on this, Finn, But no, I think you've you, the boy's done good. I that's think that's a, that's a good pick. Jake, before we finish,
0: let's talk finally about our plans.
1: I wish you transfers. weren't going to ask me this, but I'm, I'm going to ask you. Are you this torn? I am really am torn. I've only got a vague, like superfluous cloud of an idea. Okay. And that is to come, like, hell or high water, somehow get Rhys James back in my fancy team. Just because yeah. I will have sleepless nights otherwise. He's the one that, if I could have kept him on my wild card, I'm kind of thinking... Why didn't I do it? But and how are you doing that? The want well. I've I've mentioned Alexander Isak how he might well fight to see another game week, but from the bench, mm-hmm. I have a couple of options. One of which involves bidding off Isak for a hit and then getting rid of Perisic.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And that leaves me if I were to get in. I'm doing it live. I'm doing it as we speak, people. <laughs> I, Transfers right? me. If I if I. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Okay. Oh, what I've done you
0: need <laughs> to yes.
1: the FPL <laughs> get them on the phone this is like a repeat of what you did with ISAC in his captaincy yeah. last week so this
0: is Tuesday evening yeah it's
1: not the, before the deadline Yeah. You know. uh, if, if I put Jones back in for Perisic which is already looking lovely by the way it looks yeah. really nice um, that leaves me with only 6.6 million to get in a striking replacement that's and enough, Patson Daka. Oh, stop it, you! If I were to get in Dacca, I mean, like then you know I'd be laughing because I, all of a sudden I've got a budget to splash for the next week. But Christ, I'll be honest with you, Finn. The rest of the options are, are, are not great. I mean, you've got Brian and Bueno, who's uh, on twenty-four points for the season at five point nine. Our mate Brendan Johnson. These are all picks under two percent, by the way. Yeah. Um, Southampton's like. Barnyard basket case duo of strikers in Armstrong and Adams (laughs) Um, that guy Welbs um, Taiwo and Awanee and bloody Dominic Salanki as well. Uh, by the way, after we were slagging off everyone earlier for, for going towards Salanki, only 0.6% of the game still own him. Well, Thank look, m- maybe it'll
0: be up to 10% by the time that all these oh, st- are nutter's are. <laughs>
1: all, all the nutters. I just think it's crazy. So, um, I don't know, that's one viable route. The other route, like I said to you, is leaving Isak untouched yeah. and making
0: can sacrifices elsewhere. Can I make a suggestion? Were
1: go on hit me. I, mean, I need i need the ideas look, i need he's the he's
0: obviously gone and got himself a wonderful hat trick but if you were to downgrade hummin son no that's happening. no
1: no i'm i'm, Arsenal, I'm fan- i fancy brighton a at the moment.
0: everton united newcastle it's not it's not
1: easy he's in the mood form over fixtures always okay. i've always said it yeah. It's form over fixtures because you have seen so many times when a, a player will will pop up against the run of what his fixture list would would say. And like, I'm not banking against on after his hat trick last week and the international break he's had. I just wouldn't. Perhaps
0: bank it. not worth it to get James in. I, I think getting James in a way to Crystal Palace, uh, you know, and going all guns blazing for that is is um potentially not worth the hit yeah I, just... I
1: agree and cuz i mean i was i was debating whether the hit was worth it for me last time i did it in the season it was but i think that was literally cuz i had players that weren't going to be playing yeah. um so... i think
0: i think from for me looking at your team um so let's say you would have to bench Isak and um, Patterson. What mm. would happen if you didn't make any transfers at all? Because you have a playing team. I couldn't have a playing team. It would
1: involve me playing uh, the legendary Yerson Mosquera Valdelmar for okay. Wolves, uh, who has not registered a single minute so far this season. So a change has to be made. Okay. It's not looking good, bruv, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, in terms of straight swaps, I could. Try maybe and oh god, like it's can I get in a viable replacement for Nathan Patterson? I wonder. Let's have a little look. Having a look, having a look, having a look. I could get Nico back in, I'll get Nico Williams back in. How about that? Nico Williams against Leicester, Bosch done. He's second for threat in terms of rank for defenders. Do you, do you genuinely consider it that, yeah? Might well do it. I, I know I know you said that Leicester are going to win that one. And I know it's a really sideways move. And I know that transfers are valuable. You only get so many a season. And I know it's sideways. But given the choice between taking a very dubious hit to make my team potentially mm. worse or making an on-paper very boring transfer like Nathan Patterson to Nico Williams and just going, look, shit happens, he's injured. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe maybe it's going to happen I so don't know. You're, you're very conflicted I man. am and you like, can hear it in I my think, voice I think,
0: I think potentially a consultation with the FPL uh, twittering gods
1: um, you know what I might have to get in touch with Mark McGettigan on The Athletic and yeah. say Mark help me then yeah. come on then you, you, you can't be any more conflicted than I am
0: weirdly I'm not and I am probably going to take a four point hit um, but it is it, going to leave my bench looking very strong and I'm not sure how I feel about that at the moment Can I have some of your bench players?
1: Can you (laughs) you loan some out to me? Yeah, (laughs)
0: Um, yeah. At the moment, uh, I am considering taking out uh, Greenwood, my striker Mm -hmm. from Leeds, uh, Sam Greenwood, uh, and Raheem Sterling. Uh, which I, I know is a, is bold. Because, I'm
1: sensing a change of formation here. Yeah,
0: you, and you'd be correct. Uh, Greenwood would be coming out for Ivan Tony, who I think yeah. um, has got great fixtures away to Bournemouth in brilliant form. You know, we're looking at form plus fixtures really, um, and and then also James Madison.
1: So you're joining the three four three dark side as well. Well, uh,
0: that's the interesting. I, I I think probably, but but what it would mean is that I would be benching um, Pereira, Emerson, Royale, and Gabriel Martinelli, mm. which is incredibly strong.
1: It is. Um, so, I've taken a leaf out of a brother South Klein's book here where I guarantee uh, that one of them is going to end up with a six con- point. Completely
0: agree. Um, but yeah, at the moment it would look like um, I'd probably go Ward over Sanchez. Uh, so, it'd probably be Ward, James, Trent, Cancello, Trippier, uh, <laughs> Harrison, Diaz, Madison, uh, Jesus, Holland, mm. and Tony, which I think is strong. Um, I I would be a little concerned about I'm starting to get worried much.
1: about your differential picks over me I think I mean we've talked about James having Tony in this week if I don't is also going to worry me mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to this game week and also slightly dreading it because we're both flying high I mean you know modesty aside we're doing alright Yeah, we're doing alright it's about just keeping it up and hopefully I don't Pay for the short-term decisions that I made on my wild card in the long term.
0: I have to be honest. I think from your perspective, um, the way I look at it is, I think that you'll be very middling this week yeah. because you have got um, you're you're very blocked into certain games. Yeah. You've got three from Fulham Newcastle. Mm-hmm. You've got three from Arsenal Tottenham. Yeah. You've got two from City United. Um, so I, I think from your perspective, um, looking at the assets you got from Arsenal Spurs. And from Fulham Newcastle, some of those assets are probably going to perform, and some of them probably aren't going to perform. It's a
1: classic example of my lack of full science is just realizing how blocked up in certain fixtures. I don't think it's a necessary you get that, like zone. You do, you get do that. and you, you will get game weeks like that throughout the season. Yeah. A key, key thing for me this week, and I think for many people, is going to be the captaincy choice as usual. Yeah. But um,
0: So, I very think- quickly, one, one name who would, who are you who are you going to captain got to be holland when in that. doubt
1: got to be erling i
0: completely agree yeah
1: and okay. uh, i mean you've got other options if you backs on in the north london derby go for it if you want to be a bit fruity and you have got de bruyne on your team Go for it. <sighs> I mean heck, you could even, you know, bank on Mitrovic bagging against Newcastle, but it's you know it's I risky. think I think Holland's the where the, the, I, I think
0: genuinely the think obvious. if you don't bank on Holland it will go wrong. Yeah,
1: I, I I agree. He's he's been quietly I mean, you know, aside from being Quiet. bloody brilliant, you know, eighty one percent owned and you know, having returned in every single game this season. Even in a game week where like Holland is quote unquote the wrong captain, he's still a pretty bloody good captain. Exactly. So yeah, when in doubt. Erlin Holland. Completely agree. Jacob, this was lovely. I've enjoyed being back in the same room yeah, as you. Yeah, mate, I've, I've actually genuinely missed doing Me this. too, um, and uh, I hope I haven't darkened your door. Not too at all. much we'll with being a guest.
0: Yeah. In your <laughs> game, okay, it? it's very strange, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, we'll try and see if we can see some of these games um, this weekend if you fancy watching the night game. Oh yeah, it's a day Welcome Come over. on, come yeah. and
1: perch your Woo. bum on my side. We, we can watch it. We can do a house swap. I mean, yay! That's,
0: yeah. um, yes, this is it for the Drunken Transfer episode ten. Hopefully, we will be in your ears on Thursday evening, uh, and uh, you take lots of our lovely sage advice moving forward. Please do get in touch with us at Drunken Transfer so if you've got any give us questions. a cheeky follow we're
1: nearly at 50 followers go Woo. on treat yourself at drunken transfer at drunken transfer Jacob love you lots may your transfers be drunken Finn Stockton thank you and
0: may yours be
1: undrunken and ultimately <laughs> sound like an alcoholic better <laughs> thank <you. laughs> thanks for listening folks and we'll see you in game week 10 bye 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 now